3: the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
1: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists attitudes, prejudices
3: It's the heart that says, I will not
1: acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes.
3: Perception is the key and the heart is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. Your host Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, and check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full show archive, all of our show montages top news stories, and more, including my books, all at www.thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe to the show, when you purchase a book, you support The Secret Teachings as well as supporting The Fringe FM and hopefully yourself in the sense that you get something out of not only the show but out of the books if you've bought a copy or if you got a copy with one of your subscription uh, deals that you might have taken advantage of. And I appreciate every single person who supports the show. Uh, I look at every individual subscription. Um, I don't necessarily email every single person unless they have an issue. But it is very much appreciated everyone who subscribes and grabs a book. That's what helps to keep us on air five nights a week. For me, it's really good news. I'm not sure how many of you have been waiting for it. But my book, The Technological Elixir, which I never really got an opportunity to, to do a, a really great edit the first time it was published. And it's the there's three books, but it's the least popular book, which really surprised me. And I think it's because I never marketed it that well. It has a very strange cover with a mirror and some like black liquid pouring out of a of a container onto a cube. It's kind of confusing maybe if you don't have a realization of what the symbols mean. But the book is finally finished. Last night I had about three hours in the home stretch to go through and finalize the book and I was so excited when that thing was done because I it was it was four hundred and twenty pages, I think, roughly, and then as I got done editing it, I was at four sixty five, and that's what I uploaded it to the publisher under four hundred and sixty five pages, and it's a six by nine roughly size book. So it's a lot of information. The book takes you from the philosophy of technology and what technology is, looking at technology through a scientific point of view, a religious point of view, even an atheistic point of view, and then taking you from philosophy and psychology into the mechanics of technology from smart devices to various forms of uh, generational systems of of, of cellular communications, 4G, 5G, etc., into 6G, which Samsung says is, you know, a digital reality that machines will run. Kind of sounds like the Matrix, but that's in their own white paper. So I talk about all of that. And uh, a, a huge chunk of the book, like a quarter of it, is really on the music industry. And I re edited that section. I have uh, two appendixes now in the book, including a section on UFOs, uh, a section on UFO cults, a section on the detonation of the atomic bomb at White Sands, New Mexico, and the ritual that it was. So all of that is in the book, and you can grab a softcover copy of that. I don't have the copies with me right now, but I am in the process of ordering a couple of boxes probably. So we will have, uh, I'm going to ch- you know, adjust the price of the book as well, so it won't be, uh, uh, I think it's $30, maybe it's $25, but I'm going to adjust all that on the website. So if you go to the website, you can see, a link to each book, click on it. You can see the book, read about the reviews because I've had a lot of people review the book like Leo Zagami, people like Clyde Lewis, people like Kev Baker, people like Mark Devlin and other, I think Mark Devlin did the technological Elixir book as well. But you can see it all on the website. That's it, Uh, www.thesecretteachings.info. That's that's the end of my plug. I just wanted to let you know that the book is finished. I'm feeling really good. Uh, I had my son here last night. We were uh, drawing, collaring with some crayons and some markers here in the studio. And uh, he always wants to draw on my desk, but, you know, I know that if I let him draw up here, there's going mar- to be marker all over the desk. But I sh- maybe I should let him do it. Maybe it would just, like, decorate my desk because it's pretty plain. You know, I've got, like, a little alien statue and uh, that, uh, I don't know, I've got a bunch of stuff here, but it's just kind of spread out. It looks pretty plain and pretty bland in here. But I've got to keep this thing organized. This is how I... If, if, I'm, if I'm not organized, then I have a really hard time processing information. And that's just me. That's the external environment mirroring the internal. So last night, when my son was here and I, and I finished the book, I went out to the kitchen and I made myself like a, a, a batch of these oatmeal raisin cookies. And they're just, I'm not really a vegan, but I don't eat animal products. So I made these like vegan oatmeal raisin cookies that my, uh, my partner, Hope, showed me how to make, and uh, she's out of town right now, so I was here by myself with my son. I made these cookies, and ironically, I, I made the cookies, and I thought, I'm treating myself. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch a TV show, so I sat down, and I watched My 600 pound Life. I know. That's probably out of character for me, but it's really not. I like watching stuff like that sometimes, so I'm watching that. I'm eating these cookies, and I really do not like my cell phone. I cannot stand my cell phone. I did just get a new one, finally. Uh, I've had the SE iPhone, so that'll tell some of you how, how much I don't like phones. I've had the SE iPhone forever, and I finally upgraded to an 8 because it still has the button on it. And uh, I just don't really spend a lot of time with around my phone, but my friend from high school had texted me. And so my, my mind, I had cleared it because I got the book done, and I cleaned up the apartment while my son was sleeping last night. I made these cookies, I had this big stir-fry dish, and I was watching this show just kind of trying to decompress. And my uh, my friend sends me this message. He said, did you hear that, and he sends the link too, that Bill Gates wants people to eat fake meat, like synthetic meat. And I said, well, I, I, I know that he's invested in fake meat, Right. I mean, I know that he's looked into fake meat. He's invested in genetically modified foods. So my friend sends me this article. There's a bunch of sources for it. Bill Gates wants rich countries to eat 100% synthetic beef. Okay, he wants you to eat synthetic beef. He told Technology Review, which I believe is MIT, quote, I do think all rich countries countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference and the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time. Eventually the green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. Now that's exactly quoted from Technology Review and also Market Watch published this, I have this article. He's telling you that you can sort of change the behavior of people, uh, have regulations that shift the demand toward this synthetic beef. Okay, so we know Bill Gates has all these investments, and he's openly saying that he wants people to eat synthetic beef. So my first question is, It always just runs in the back of my mind. Anytime Bill Gates is brought up, my first question is, who the hell do you think you are? You are not elected. You are generally not liked. You look at any post on social media from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or from Bill Gates, his official profile or on something, and it's like tens of thousands of FUs, you're a eugenicist, you're a piece of trash, get out of our country, leave us alone, we're not taking your vaccine. People don't like this guy. Now, granted, that's circumstantial evidence, but people generally don't like this guy. I think I've only met one person who was like, oh, yeah, Bill Gates, I love Bill Gates, he's trying to help us. You know, most people, regardless of their politics or what they view, how they view the world, what they view the world as, they're like, I don't know, that guy just seems weird. Where did he come from? Who's Suddenly he's directing the global response to COVID-19? That is until you realize that Bill Gates is... Intimately connected with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and the UN and the World Health Organization, of which he's a funder, and the Centers for Disease Control, of which he is a funder. And I don't mean like the 47th contributor on the list, like in the top three for the most contributions, more than some countries, to the United Nations uh, World Health Organization and to the Centers for Disease Control. So lots of money. And lots of power because of that money. And so he gets on TV and he tells you that the vaccine is the... And he laughs about it. This is the final solution. It's the final solution. You know, he laughs like a psychopath. And he always does that thing where they ask him a question. He takes a drink. And he kind of just like does the gulp. You know, got to swallow like... Well... You know, and then he starts talking in that like Weasley voice and he's moving his hand. I always said he moves like he's got muscular dystrophy. And he does that like any psychopath does because they want to seem non-threatening. That's why he wears the pink sweater. They want to seem non-threatening. Now, if somebody is doing that, and it's pretty obvious as it is in the case of Bill Gates, that indicates that clearly they're doing it because there is a reason to be afraid of them. Now, that's just the psychosis of it. That's just on the surface My friend sends me this link and I had cleared my mind from having finished the book and my son was asleep. The apartment was real clean. Uh, Hope is on her vacation. So I was really happy that she was having a good time. And I'm just sitting down and I trying to clear my mind and my friend sends me this and I'm like, here we go. Now I'm going to look into this about the synthetic meat because, you know, I'm interested in in food related news. And I'm looking at it and I started thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bill Gates has investments in synthetic meat, so of course he's going to promote it. So the idea that Bill Gates is promoting synthetic meat because he wants to save the environment is a little bit of a misnomer, and it's a little bit dishonest, okay? It's a little bit disingenuous, because Bill Gates has major investments in synthetic meat. He has major investments in lab-grown meat. CNBC News reported back in 2018 that Richard Branson and Bill Gates, both billionaires, were betting on lab-grown meat and how it could be used for the future. So Bill Gates has an investment in fake meat. And not like he bought a stock. Like Bill Gates has and we probably will never know the exact amount, but Bill Gates has a substantial investment in fake meat. And that's in 2018, that article. Just a few days ago, Bill Gates, and this is what my friend sent me last night, Bill Gates is uh, wanting you to eat synthetic beef, but only rich countries. If you're a rich country, you need to eat synthetic beef. So when my friend sent that to me, my mind starts clicking and I started thinking about all these things. And I remembered, huh, Bill Gates also owns more farmland than anybody else now in the United States. Do you know that? Bill Gates owns, well, he owns a lot of farmland. Okay, so you start putting these pieces together and you learn that Bill Gates owns, just in his home state of Washington, 16,000 acres of farmland, uh, including a 14,500-acre tract in the Horse Heaven Hills, uh, one hundred seventy million $71 million he made that purchase for. And he has roughly uh, a quarter of a million acres of farmland, nearly 27,000 acres of other land across 19 states, according to the Land Report magazine. His biggest holdings are in Louisiana and Arkansas, where he owns 69,000-plus acres, Louisiana, about 50,000 acres in Arkansas. So he he owns a lot of farmland, and he now is the largest farmland owner in America. So at first glance, it's like, okay, Bill Gates owns a lot of farmland. Second glance, it's like, okay, Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic beef. Third glance, oh, Bill Gates has investment in synthetic beef. Fourth glance, you start to piece it together. Oh, Bill Gates has all this farmland. How did he get it? Well, droughts, floods, patent infringement for genetically modified foods for which he is a major investor. And you learn back in early January, although here on The Secret Teachings and in my book, The Technological Elixir, I documented this when I first published it two years ago, and it's still in the book, that Bill Gates has invested in weather modification, weather control, spraying sulfur into the atmosphere. They've already conducted experiments on this officially, and in early January, uh, Bill Gates... According to Forbes magazine, the headline aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. What could go wrong? Well, what could go wrong, scientifically speaking, is that when you spray these nanoparticulates and reflective particles into the atmosphere, sure, it blocks the sun, but it also traps heat. So it will drastically alter the climate. That is called man-made global warming, or at least that's what man-made global warming really is. Geoengineering. But they tell us, no, it doesn't exist. And when they acknowledge that it exists, they tell us it's because of climate change. But it's the man-made global warming as a result of geoengineering that is leading to climate change. So it's, it's a lot of minutiae to dig through. So you find out Bill Gates wants to force rich countries through coercion. And he said it himself. It's not my opinion. He said, eventually that green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. I mean, I could try to do a Bill Gates voice. I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. He's just a philanthropist, everybody. He cares so much about you. Now, the thing about Bill Gates is, You mention that name, and you're going to get people that are like, he's an Illuminati devil worshiper. It's like, okay, that was a lot. And then you get other people that are like, I love Bill Gates. He's helping poor people in Africa. And you're like, are you serious? I try to stand in the middle. I think the guy's a psychopath. We know he's a eugenicist. We know he's homicidal. And we know that his face and his wife's face don't really look like they used to. They've had severe... Plastic surgery that didn't turn out so well, or they've been replaced. I don't know. That's a big popular theory. It's just very bizarre how much people like Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates have changed. I'm not promoting that. 99% of that, I think, is nonsense. Maybe 98% is nonsense. However, let's look at what we can see. Let's look at the empirical evidence, right? We talked with Anthony Tyler about empirical evidence in the occult on Tuesday. And let's look at the empirical evidence around Bill Gates. My friend sends me this article. Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic beef. And I remembered he has big investments in, you guessed it, synthetic beef, fake meat companies. So, of course, he wants you to eat more of what he has an investment in. We hear Bill Gates owns a lot of farmland. He owns a lot, hundreds of thousands of acres in the United States, a lot of, a lot of it in Arkansas and Louisiana, a lot of it in Washington state. And then you remember, oh, Bill Gates also has invested in genetically modified foods. He's invested in Bayer Monsanto. Huh. Oh, and he got into business with Cargill. Did you know he got into business with Cargill, too? We're talking tens of millions of dollars invested in, he bought about five hundred thousand uh, dollars, five hundred thousand shares, rather, in Monsanto, worth about twenty-three million dollars, and that's according to U.S. financial, uh, uh, website, a U.S. financial website that published the foundation's annual investment portfolio. So you can just pull this stuff up. Okay, so he has all the farmland. More than anybody else, he has major investments in genetically modified crops that can be grown on that farmland, those crops can then be turned into fake meat for which he has major investments in. And if one questions how he was able to obtain all this farmland, you could wonder, you could speculate, well, maybe it's Back in 2009, where Popular Science published the story about how Bill Gates was ready to control the weather. And Forbes magazine, early January 2021, Bill Gates aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. Oh, and there's also those patents that Bill Gates filed and NBC News Los Angeles reported on in 2009. The link to the original article is broken, but you can find the patents. I have one of them. Patent number US 2009 forward slash 3386A as an alpha one. And there's Bill Gates as one of the inventors. And here's the abstract of the publication for water alteration structure applications and methods. Doesn't sound too sexy, but what it actually means is that they can alter the path. Of a hurricane. They can control. Storms. Adjust the movement of storms. You know like all that crazy conspiracy theory stuff. About hurricane what was it Harvey over Houston. That dumped like a trillion gallons of water. You know those hurricanes that come up through the Gulf. You know the place where Bill Gates in 2009. Said hey we need to put these devices. These vessels there that can. Use water. That's deeper down. And we can try to cool the water. And do other things to alter the direction of a hurricane. So he's got patents for that. So uh, my question is, th- these are like clues is what they are. And if you remember that old TV show, Blues Clues, remember it was just a kid's show and they had, you know, that Steve guy who left the show. I, I don't know if he was, for those of you who are as old as I am, I, I never can remember if it's a rumor that the guy left because he was going to college or if that was the excuse that Nickelodeon gave because the guy was doing coke. It was, it was one of the two, if that maybe that was the rumor. But Blue's clues, it was like this blue, this blue dog and it, was, it was like a kid audience, like a laugh track kind of a thing. And the dog would go around and you know, they'd teach you things, and the characters would talk to you different, like the salt and pepper would talk to you. It's a kid show. But then the dog would like put his paw print on things, and then Steve, the guy would find the paw print and then put together what Blue wants to do. And so he'd sit in his thinking chair, and he'd think, 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 and he'd think, hmm, what could Blue want to do with angel hair pasta, tomatoes, and a bowl? And he's like, could he want to put the, the bowl on top of the tomato? And the kids are like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, he wants to put the pasta under the bowl. No, no, no. He said, oh, he wants to make pasta and put the tomatoes on top, and the kids are like, yeah. Those are Blue's clues. Bill Gates is giving us Gates' clues. He's telling us, I own patents for weather control. I've taken all the land. I'm going to grow these crops that I own, the energy for, that I own the genetics of, and then I'm going to turn it into fake meat that you're going to buy because we're going to condition you and we're going to force you to consume it. I have investments in it. Oh, and by the way you're also going to take 3 or 4 or 5 maybe 10 vaccines and you're going to do it annually when i tell you to do it those are gates's clues and we're going to break them down and follow that path of breadcrumbs right here on the secret teachings tonight stay with us we'll be back this is ktlk digital broadcasting somewhere between the normal and paranormal a collection of question marks no reason no explanation just a prolonged nightmare right here on The Fringe FM.
4: Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, Grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils from ritual magic to voodoo and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
0: Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7pm Pacific Standard Time, 10pm Eastern Time, right here on the Fringe FM. BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, bigfoot and much more also we talk with profound guests authors researchers from all over the world and we take your calls live on the air go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show guests times free registration for our newsletter merch and much more again that's beyond the strange monday evenings 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern right here on ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm and as always stay strange
2: So are we, KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
3: Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, Traditionally a time of ritual cleansing, The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support The Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome.
1: This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, Digital Broadcasting.
3: You're listening to the Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination, where happiness is an illusion. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline.
3: your host Ryan Gable. You're tuned into the secret teachings on the fringe FM. I got a message last night from a good friend of mine from high school and he said that Bill Gates wants us all to eat synthetic meat. He sent me over some other articles. I read that article and I thought, where are the journalists? I thought, where even are the conspiracy theorists for that matter? Where are the people that can see the patterns? That's all I'm asking is for some pattern recognition. Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic meat. He wants all the rich countries in the world to eat synthetic meat. There's a big headline all over the internet. Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic meat. Furthermore, where are people's memories? Anybody have a memory anymore? Anybody able to recognize patterns anymore? I'm not talking down to you as an audience. I'm simply saying, like, in general, like, do we just not have memories? Can we not see patterns? Maybe you're asking, what do you mean by that? It's just an article about Bill Gates wanting to eat synthetic meat. Well, okay, it's just an article about Bill Gates wanting to eat synthetic meat, fine. But Bill Gates has left a trail of breadcrumbs that expose his less than, let's call them, quote-unquote, philanthropic endeavors. It's, he's not really a philanthropist. He acts like one, he pretends like he's one, but he's not really a philanthropist. Bill Gates has left a trail of breadcrumbs that expose exactly what he is about. You can say that's already leading us into the realm of conspiracies. How about we just look at the evidence? How about that? Okay, Let's play a game of Blue's Clues. What could Blue want to do with a tomato, pasta, and a bowl? probably make pasta. What could Bill Gates want to do with telling countries to eat synthetic meat? Well, let's look at it. Bill Gates owns 500,000 shares in Monsanto Bayer. Bill Gates also has investments in Cargill and other large food companies. You can say, well, this is just a billionaire Diversifying his portfolio. Okay. But Bill Gates, with these investments, has also spent money investing in synthetic meat, lab grown meat. Now, it doesn't take much more than a couple of, you know, five year old kids. My son's almost two, he could probably figure it out. But if you're talking about just making money, it's probably really likely that if Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic meat, that he has investments in synthetic meat, which he does have investments in synthetic meat. And one could imagine that the two are probably linked. You know, if I was telling you to to buy, you know, this road mixing board I have. And I was telling you every night to buy it. You'd probably think, oh, they're paying him to say that. You know, every show, he's sponsoring it, right? This guy invests in fake meat and then comes and says, eat more fake meat. Of course, it's just his investment. Now, the fake meat is often made out of, you know, things like soy. And soy is growing on, I don't know, land. It's not all made in a laboratory. The seeds might be. So Bill Gates, with his 500,000 shares in Monsanto, this is what we know for sure, $23 million. He's got investments in Cargill and other big biotech companies. Bill Gates owns more farmland than anybody else in the United States, a quarter of a million acres, roughly, of farmland. I'd imagine you could grow some of those GM crops on the farmland, And then I imagine that if you had investments in the foods that you could make with those crops growing on the farmland, you'd probably want to make that food and then you'd probably want to promote and sell it under some philanthropic, you know, guise. Like, we got to save the planet, everybody. So then you tell people they need to eat synthetic meat in order to save the planet. Do you see what I'm getting at here? What could Bill Gates want to do with major investments in biotechnology companies owning most of the farmland in the United States, or at least a majority of the farmland that uh, more than anybody else owns? What could he want to do with all those GM crops that he grows on his farmland? Maybe turn them into food, and then maybe he'd tell you to eat that food, and then maybe you'd learn that the only reason he has this power beyond the obvious, you know, nature of the 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 billionaire who has all this money to do whatever he wants to do maybe it's because like i don't know how did he get all that farmland he just ran around buying up farms i mean to have that much farmland you have to make some serious investment and i don't mean financially you have to have a lot of time invested Now, obviously, he's got a weird, creepy foundation, and he's got a bunch of psychopaths working for him, and a bunch of great people who probably think that what they're doing is amazing, and Bill Gates is a great guy. That's besides the point. How do you get all that farmland? It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just he got all the farmland because he bought it all. Why did he buy it all? So he could grow the crops to make the food that he wants you to eat, so he can literally control the food supply. And the food that's genetically... Altered is not much different than the RNA vaccine that Bill Gates is pushing, which also modifies your genetics. How did he get all that land? Hmm. Well, with droughts and floods and problems with, as a result of the COVID authoritarian house arrest lockdown, people have lost their jobs people have gone homeless have sunken into poverty a lot of businesses have closed that are smaller and a lot of small farms probably aren't able to sustain themselves very well so here comes bill gates to be the hero now if he was a real hero he would just like maybe invest in the farms rather than buying the farms like you know, they can't pay their bills, so here comes Bill Gates, the hero, to buy the farm. But he could have just, like, maybe donated $100,000 to help that farmer. But no, he, because he cares. So he's going to buy it for himself, right? Well, it's not really for him. But he buys the farm. Now, how is it that if he's buying all these farms, there's all this farmland. How is he? Why? Why? Is he, is he going and finding every farm that's for sale? Or are there reasons why these farms are for sale? Like, I don't know, droughts and floods. Copyright infringement on GM crops. Are there reasons beyond that? Sure. Offering farmers that have very little, a, a lot of money. Threatening people. I mean, there's a lot of reasoning. But what I'm getting at here is the the giant elephant in the, the room. That Bill Gates owns patents on weather control. Did you not know that? Because that's a big one. That's speculation, Ryan. That's a conspiracy theory. Really? Because I'm looking at the patent on Google right now for hurricane modification. He has multiple patents on weather control. NBC News even reported this in 2009. Bill Gates wants to control the weather. Oh, yeah. Now, people, they say, the experts say, some of the experts, he can't really do this. He can't really control the weather. And others say, well, it's possible to control the weather. My question is, why are we still debating whether it's it's possible to control the weather? Of course it's possible to control the weather. I mean, you could just pull up pretty much, you know, just pull up any search engine. You can even find it in the in the highly censored Google. Pull up any search engine. Just do it. Pull up a search engine and just start typing things in like, oh, I don't know. Type in things like Project Storm Fury. I mean, you could Project Storm Fury. You could find uh, Project Storm Fury, a scientific chronicle, 1962 through 1983, an official a scientific publication on the application of Project Storm Fury. You know, like Project Popeye. You could just... There it is. You can find that on the internet. Uh, That's a military program. This is on uh, NOAA's website, Hurricane Research Division. They have a Hurricane Research Division, and they do research into hurricane modification, and they tell you all about Storm Fury on their website. Oh, you can also... This is my favorite... Go to the U.S. government's website and you can find this little piece Foreign Relations of the United States, 1964 to 1968, Volume XXVIII, Laos. And they'll tell you, and the subject is Project Popeye, Weather Modification in North Vietnam and Laos. You know, like when they flooded the Ho Chi Minh Trail to cut off supply lines. That's pretty well known. Well, what do I know? I just read what it said on the .gov U.S. website. You know, who cares what the website actually says? Who cares if I have the patents for it? Who cares if I have the actual papers on it? I made all that up. I edited it all. I spent my whole time before the show tonight just making all this stuff up because I wanted to deceive you. That's all that it was about. Okay, so how about this? Science Magazine. Geoengineers inch closer to sun dimming balloon test. Stratospheric Aerosol Injection, or the Stratospheric Controlled Petrobation Experiment. And then, like, I don't know, January 11th, 2021, Forbes Magazine's like, yeah, Bill Gates, he's, uh, he's wanting to uh, control the weather again. Forbes Magazine reported, Bill Gates' venture aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. Great. I added the great. Great. So he has patents on weather control, weather modification. It's probably better to say modification. not sure how well anyone can control the weather, but they can modify it and they can alter it. There are mainstream news reports, university reports, and others where Bill Gates and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are investing in spraying sulfur, spraying dust into the atmosphere, which ultimately creates global warming because it actually traps the heat. And so they have to keep spraying and spraying and spraying and spraying. The the spraying to begin with, that's what started the problem. And then they say humans created climate change. Humans created global warming. It's man-made. And it's true. Humans did create climate change. It's just not because of carbon dioxide or you breathing. It's because of stratospheric aerosol injection programs. It's because of blocking out the sun. It's because of experimenting with things like Project Pie or Project Storm Fury, among others, and then when the planet starts to warm a little bit, in the cases in which they inject this this particulate into the atmosphere, they say that's man-made global warming. Well, it is. Climate change was made by man, the geoengineers, and it was you know global warming. It's a result of man act man's activity. So it is man-made. It's just not you. It's not me. It's people like Bill Gates. Now he's obviously a figurehead. Who I, I don't know how anyone with a brain cell can actually believe the the ministry of truth level memory hole propaganda that is constantly pumped like sewage out of every interview on every mainline source of information available from from Bill Gates. That they, he literally pays these companies to come on to the program to be considered an expert so that he can tell you how he's not controlling the weather, how he's not responsible for patenting viruses. You know, like the one he financed, the Perry Bright Institute. This is something I realized. When I was editing my technology book last night, I just finished it last night, and my friend sent me this article, and I I finally cleared my mind out, and then my friend sent me this, and I thought, well, i got to do a show tomorrow on this about how Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic meat, and then he owns the investments in the meat. You know, I found, I remembered that. He owns all the farmland, so you can grow a lot of the GM crops that he has investments in to make the fake meat, to tell you to eat the fake meat, control the weather. It's all, like, it's just a bunch of clues. But if you look at all the things this guy has done, all the things that he continues to do, he he literally just pays people like, okay, uh, I'm going to come on CNN. I'm going to come on uh, this news network. And you're going to ask me these questions. They ask him, uh, Bill, what do you say about, uh, you know, people saying that you're, they've got these conspiracies about you and they think that you're trying to hurt them. He's like, well, well, we here at the foundation we've looked at this and we believe people who don't trust us. We we think they're really terrorists. You know, we, we if you don't trust the science of it. And then he stops and he's like, he got to take, he's got to take a drink of water, you know, because he wants to seem non-threatening. He's having a hard time talking. He's moving his arms around, you know. He's got a pink sweater on. He just takes a drink. He's like, so what we're doing at the foundation, we're really trying to inform people of the safety of these vaccines. And then the anchor, you know, once in a while you get an anchor of life. Forget that one woman who asked him. She's like, yeah, but you you even said, though, Bill, that a lot of people are going to die from these vaccines. You said 700,000 people are going to die. And he did. And he's like, he just laughs. He's kind of (laughs) like, he gives you that real, like, Joe Biden-level smile, like conjuring to the crooked man smile. He gives you one of those, like, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. You know? And then after he gives you that creepy smile, he sits there and he's like, Well, of course there's always gonna be side effects to the vaccines. But that's just uh and he gives those deep breaths and that that's just uh, the that's the that's just what happens when we're trying to help people. We really wanna get to a point where we can have zero emissions we want to get to a point where we can have you know rapid testing, where we can have millions of people tested every day, but they don't ever tell you that being tested and being tested positive for anything doesn't mean that you're sick, first of all. Uh, that having a vaccine, there's no evidence at all. There's only suggestions and implications that a vaccine does anything except make you sick. So everything that Bill Gates and other people like Bill Gates says and everything they do is based on these fallacious assumptions that since they're philanthropists, that since they're rich, that since they control the media and the flow of information, that they should be listened to and trusted to tell you what the truth is, to tell you what reality is. And they'll tell you, no, Bill Gates doesn't own weather control technology. He doesn't have patents on this. Yet... One of his patents says that the methods for hurricane alteration are not limited, quote, to atmospheric management, weather management, hurricane suppression, hurricane prevention, hurricane intensity modulation, or hurricane deflection. Well, what exactly does the technology do if it does all those things and more? It's not limited to those things. What else could it do? I don't know. Be used as a weapon? And... I'm sure that a lot of you are probably thinking, because, you know, it's on the back of my mind, too, what is happening in Texas? And what is happening across other parts of the country? Now, I find it interesting that after we had absolutely no uh, coup for President Trump and we heard all the letter of the alphabet nonsense... The Q A nonsense, telling us, "Oh, don't worry, Trump will be president again, and he'll Joe Biden is going to step down at the inauguration." Remember all that political mumbo jumbo? I thought a lot of stuff, you know, pertaining to that would go away, and it has in some way. But I also predicted, and it was pretty easy to predict, that they would claim that Trump's really the president, Biden's, you know, conceded the White House, he's just working there, it's all a plant, or he's not even at the White House, they're on a soundstage. I've heard it. I've heard everything. Right? I'm sure you have too and they you know they they tell you this crap and now if you have any opinion that is not from CNN not from the associated press you are immediately grouped into being a Trump supporter believing in QAnon like i told someone the other day i said In the United States, white people comprise 60-something percent of the population, so white people on average are more likely to be killed by police than black people. Black people comprise 14% of the population. They account for 53% of murder. So, sure, more black people are arrested and imprisoned, but more black people also commit more violent crimes than white people at a substantially smaller number, statistically. I was told that's a conspiracy, even though I'm reading it on the FBI website and uh, the DOJ website, the Unified uh, Crime Statistics. And I was told that's a QAnon talking point. So what you realize is that anything now that is opposed to the official narrative, no matter how often it changes, how inconsistent it is, you must be a Q supporter, you must be a Trump, and they they make it political. It's like, this This isn't political, okay? It's not political, but it is strange that Joe Biden ended the, the Keystone Pipeline, right? And, and a lot of people don't recognize the thing was already built, okay? They weren't, like, putting, you know, the groundwork down for it. It was already built. And although you might not agree with fossil fuels, I don't necessarily get on board with fossil fuels, and that's what makes... It difficult for people to understand where I'm coming from. Like, up until that point, you probably thought, oh, this guy's a conservative. Get the politics out of your head, okay? This isn't about politics. Get that crap out of your head. The Keystone Pipeline is probably better than shipping oil across the country in trains and trucks. You're going to have more emissions from that, just like you'll have more emissions producing paper bags, more waste, they're not as durable, not as reliable, more resources, More fossil fuels. Paper bags are far worse for the environment than plastic. You want to know my opinion on it, I'll bring my backpack. Cotton bags are arguably worse than plastic and paper, potentially combined. So it's like you're either environmental or you're not, right? It's just you're political or you're not. None of this is about that. But what it is about is it's weird that we get rid of one of the things that was making the United States energy-dependent, and you heard all these people talking about Joe Biden's going to shut off coal. Joe Biden's going to shut off the power. And I think in a lot of people's minds, what's happening in Texas, which Bill Gates has now commented on as if he is you know, also a climate czar to each individual state, that it's somehow related to the president. Uh, it's a storm. Could the storm have been manufactured by the, the deep state? I guess so. I don't know. Bill Gates has weather control technology. That doesn't mean he made it snow. But what I find really interesting is that we have seen in the last couple of months, we have seen grid failures. We have seen incredibly, incredibly intense storms that have decimated parts of the country. That have led to severe power outages. I guess it's kind of, you know, ironic in a way, but I went to the cooperative grocery store where I work. I went there today. I wasn't working, but I had my son. Took him home a few hours ago. uh, Well, much earlier tonight. And I went in there and the internet was down. And uh, his, his mom also said her internet was down. And that's on the other side of the city. So the Internet was down here. There's, like, serious uh, storms in places like Texas. Very little if no power in the entire state. Funny, a state that kind of wants to secede from the Union. And uh, then, of course, we have these uh, data uh, security breaches. And um, Joe Biden is now working on an executive order. You know, it's dictatorial to address the SolarWinds breach. Uh, That was yesterday, uh, February 17th. So, it's it's just very bizarre. We've got the SolarWinds that sent out software updates to its customers that included a a hacked code, which created a backdoor to customers' information technology systems, which hackers used to install more malware. So you've got the SolarWinds breach, you've got power that's out in places like Texas, the governor of Texas, who I don't necessarily like that guy either because he works with that that scumbag from California, uh, the governor of Texas is like, it's because of all the alternative energy. And Bill Gates comes back as if he's the, I guess, the lieutenant governor. You know, he's the president of the United States now. Bill Gates comes back and he's like, no, you're you're wrong. You're wrong, Greg Abbott. You're wrong. You know why you're wrong? Because it's not about wind. It doesn't matter if the wind turbines are frozen because of the storm. That's not solar, wind, or ocean power at fault. That's you at fault. It's really the natural gas that's at fault. And it's like in the media, they're arguing about what's responsible for the the power outage, uh, making it not only political but making it an argument, I would suggest, for what amounts to justifying a Green New Deal. And I think that's really the reason that Bill Gates came out of his crypt to criticize the governor of Texas is because he, the governor's like, this is the Green New Deal crap. This is all that 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 alternative energy, which is like, it's great in a way, but look at how many billions were dumped by the Obama administration into it, just wasted, gone, disappeared. It's a scam is what it is, like smart bulbs and... All the green appliances and your green paper bags and your electric cars that you have to charge with, I don't know, coal-powered plants. And all the precious metals and resources that have to be ripped out and scar the earth as a result. Uh, It is a scam. And that's why Bill Gates said, no, 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 Governor Abbott. It's because of you. It's because of people who want to have traditional power. Now, that to me was a little bit strange. Why is Bill Gates commenting on what the governor of Texas said? Why is Bill Gates telling us how many vaccines to take? Why is Bill Gates telling us what we should eat? Well, when you realize and you follow the clues that Bill Gates owns a bunch of shares in biotechnology companies like a lot, 500,000 in Monsanto alone, investments in Cargill, he owns a quarter million acres of farmland more than anybody else in the country and on that farmland he can plant his genetically modified crops to turn into the fake meat that he wants you to eat of which he has major investments in and it's funny he has all these patents and all this investment in weather control as well it's just basically blue's clues except it's Gates' clues what does Gates want to do with all the farmland all the genetically modified food all the lab meat and weather control technology I don't know Maybe he wants to control you. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM.
4: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
0: Hey Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM, BTS. Is your one stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange? Join me and co host Black Sky Paranormal's Russ Bailey as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to BeyondTheStrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond The Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange
2: the truth is out there and so are we ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm
3: hey there it's ryan gable host of the secret teachings right here on the fringe fm monday through friday as we move from the month of janus into the month of imbolk Traditionally a time of ritual cleansing, The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support The Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to The Fringe FM. You're welcome.
1: This is Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report, and you're listening to The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
3: You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the Wheel of the Year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination, where happiness is an illusion, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Thanks again. Um, This is very refreshing, and I look forward to talking with you more soon, Ryan. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, author of Dive Manual, Empirical Investigations of Mysticism, uh, website divemind.net, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact us for any reason tonight, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. And our social media page is facebook.com forward slash teachings. For those of you who are interested, whether because you want to support the show or you'd like to learn more about the show and some of the stuff we talk about, if you go to our website, you can find all of my books. I've written three big books that are available on the website in PDF and in cover. I usually have them all in studio so I can autograph them for you, and we ship those free with the cost of the book. It's all one price. I have a book called Food Philosophy, which is about disease theory and the philosophy of food, food colorings, food ingredients. There's also a section on pet food. My enormous book, Occult Arcana, which is the seller by more than I can count. And another book that I never really promoted much called The Technological Elixir, And you can read reviews about that book. I think I have more reviews for that book from other authors and radio hosts than even the Occult Arcana book. And in that book, I talk a lot about some of the more topical things that are happening today. I've added a new chapter called Marked for the Beast, which deals with COVID-19 and the technological ramifications of the so-called pandemic, which involves the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. So that book is available now. I've got the second edition up. I've got copies coming in, and I'm not just plugging that and promoting it to plug it and promote it. I'm plugging it and promoting it to let you know that I've spent my entire life putting together the material in those three books, and even when I read them, I realize I cannot fit anything and everything into the book. Uh, if I did, it would just be an endless book that I'd have to constantly update. But I, I tried to keep it very simple and I try to keep this show very simple. And I try to pick these themes every night. Well I don't try. I do pick these themes every night that are they're either fun or they're kind of they're kind of playful or ironic. And I and I, I had a, an idea, and I've used this idea before uh, on the show, this idea of, of the the old TV show for kids called Blue's Clues. It's a show about a little blue dog and his. Uh, I guess he's an owner, right? Uh, Steve, or I don't know who the new owner of the dog. I think the dog's like really weirdly computer generated now. It's a very bizarre with like an Asian guy doing the doing the show. And the old show was like the dog would go and put a paw print on these these items, and then you'd have to guess like what the dog wanted to do with these items. It's a silly kid show, but it was a very popular show. It's as far as I know, it's still on TV. So it's a very successful show for kids on Nickelodeon. And I just always thought it was funny. It's like, what, what does the dog, what does blue want to do with these three things? Like what does blue want to do with bread, cheese, and a skillet? Probably make a grilled cheese, right? And I started thinking because a friend of mine sent me this article about Bill Gates and his, desire for rich countries in particular to stop eating meat because he said it's just, it's unsustainable to continue eating meat. And I remembered immediately when I read that, wait a minute, Bill Gates has investments in synthetic meat. Bill Gates has investment in fake meat. It's essentially the same thing. Call it what you will. That's kind of suspicious. Don't you think like, he owns a lot of you know a lot of share in fake meat companies and then he's telling countries you need to eat more fake meat that just sounds like a like a business ploy that just sounds like a like an advertisement doesn't it well the one thing that really struck me about the article is Bill Gates said eventually the green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. So it's like we already know that there isn't much of a free market, but Bill Gates is saying we don't even need to to tamper with the market directly. We can just convince people to do what we tell them to do. I mean, that's a very blatantly obvious statement as per what Bill Gates actually thinks. And, and in particular, what he actually thinks of the people. It's very little. He feels as if you are insignificant. Now, Bill Gates, I imagine, he probably still gets to eat meat. Oh, no, Bill Gates is a humanitarian. He's a philanthropist. He wants to eat plants. Let me ask you this. Do you think Bill Gates is going to step onto his $700 million yacht? You know? And uh, the chef asks him, what would you and your husband, I mean wife, like tonight? and he says uh, can you bring us some of that maggot ice cream how about some of those, that cockroach sausage you know or the cockroach milk can you bring us some of that like how about how about like a a mealworm cookie and we can wash it down with some cockroach milk you think that's what bill gates is eating no 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 okay listen bill gates is going to be doing what mao Zedong did in china while the average chinaman or china woman was eating the straw off of their hut and freezing to death on dirt floors because everything was communized. Nobody took care of anything, and the country fell apart. And the only thing that held it together was force. And everybody froze to death or starved to death, but to the tune of tens of millions of people, Mao Zedong had this real nice house. Mao Zedong had heat in his house. It was in the 50s. Mao Zedong had meat. But the common Chinaman you didn't get meat you dirty Chinaman. you will work in the fields for hours and 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 days and weeks and years with very little food and no shoes and if you speak out of turn we'll send you to the wasteland where you' where you're gonna freeze to death but but, but mouse tongue got, got all the meat okay or it's like the famous, scene maybe not famous a memorable scene from v for vendetta where the girl is talking to v and she says where did you get real butter and he says i got it off the chancellor's train he, he robbed chancellor sutton's train he got the because where was the butter going where was the real butter going it was going to the chancellor where's the real meat going it ain't going to you now, I know this is where people get really confused, and I know it can be confusing. Personally, I don't like meat. I think meat is disgusting. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like the practice of animal agriculture. I implore all of you to watch Earthlings, even though I've never seen it. I don't want to eat meat, and I don't even want to see that movie because I already know what, what, what animal agriculture is. I don't need to see the gr- gruesome details. Now, furthermore, do I disagree a little bit that that's kind of... The, the propaganda that vegans in particular use, like it's very horrific imagery. It's fear-mongering in a way. But is it also true? It's like, yeah, it's also true. The vegans didn't go there and throw the babies into a trash can. That's what they do with the plants. You know, they, they, they slit the cow's throat while they're still alive, or they cut the... It's really graphic stuff. Do I, I don't agree with animal agriculture. I don't like meat. I think it's disgusting. I don't need meat. I mean, I am in the best shape of my life doing nothing. And maybe I'm not ripped, but I'm, I'm in very good shape compared to what I used to be when I ate meat. I'm not bloated and red and, you know, tired all the time from eating stuff like that. So my stance is fluid on the subject. I don't think humans should be eating meat in the excess that we're eating meat from a health standpoint. From an environmental standpoint, it's like, okay, it's polluting, but there are only 100 companies in the world... That are responsible for 72% of greenhouse gas emissions, according to the Carbon Majors Report. Now, I'm not allowed to bring that up because if I bring it up, it's like, wait a minute. 100 companies are responsible for all the carbon dioxide? Isn't carbon dioxide what's driving the climate? You can't say that, although, you know, carbon dioxide, if you didn't know, isn't driving the climate. Carbon dioxide doesn't drive the climate, it doesn't drive weather patterns, you know, air circulation patterns. That's the sun and the moon. But who really cares about the sun and the moon? The sun is bad. It's bad for you. Oxygen is bad for you. Don't breathe. Suck it in. Hold it in. Put it in your mask. Inhale it again. Suffocate yourself. Right? Oxygen is bad. Humans are bad. Humans are dirty. The sun is bad. I, at some point, it's not just a metaphor to say, this sounds really alien. It sounds like it's foreign. It's not from here, right? I mean, the kind of stuff that, that is being said by the World Economic Forum, or the UN, or people like Bill Gates. It, it sounds more like something from from an episode of like, I mean, you could pick a number of different TV shows, but like an episode of The Twilight Zone. I mean, in, in essence, it's it's to serve man. Like, that's what, it, that's what it sounds like. We're here to serve you. But then when you read between the lines, when you see the breadcrumbs and follow them, don't get on that ship. It, it's not utopia. It's a cookbook. Uh, they want to eat you, and, and I, I love that episode because it's it's the beauty of of language. It's like how it's like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you're telling me that you want to serve us. You want to. You're these advanced aliens that want to do things for us. Yeah, we want to serve you. Well, that's what they want to do, but they just want to serve you in a different way. They want to kill you. They want to eat you, and they say they're going to take you to utopia. Now, see, here's the thing about utopia utopia and just follow this train of thought utopia is an idealistic view of a potential but not likely state of existence in which everything is perfect now the word perfect is very subjective very arbitrary Utopia is very subjective and very arbitrary. In order to obtain what could be considered utopia or perfection, one would have to sacrifice all that it means to be human. One would have to sacrifice their thoughts. They would have to sacrifice their opinions. They would have to sacrifice their ability to speak those opinions and how they feel and their emotions. They would have to sacrifice all human liberty, all human freedom, and the very essence of what makes humans human, what the very essence of consciousness, they'd have to sacrifice that in order to align themselves with the, the blob that is the collective hive mind of some idealistic utopia. Now, on the other hand, life isn't always easy. And as we speak about something we call the current system... When we talk about exploitation and capitalism and these things, I think it's really disgusting that younger people are brainwashed with this idea that the very people behind the exploitation in the current system are the ones proposing a new system. Why would people that are proposing this new system who are benefiting from the old system want to get rid of the old system? Why would they want to propose a new system? It's the same kind of control, it's just going to be worse. It's the same exploitation, it's just going to be worse in that utopian society. Now, if you want to have any sense of freedom and what you call liberty, I'm not talking about something that's idealistic and political, I'm talking about as a human being, you have to be able to think for yourself. And when you think for yourself, you start to recognize patterns and inconsistencies. And you start to be able to read in between the lines. You start to be able to read that green text in the Matrix films. And when you start to read that, you realize, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something is not right here. You start to see those patterns. It starts to make a little more sense. You realize that If you take all the clues that I've given you tonight, you might not have the answer. But you're far closer to whatever the answer is than an individual who neglects or refuses to look at the clues. They think they can keep wandering through the woods and eventually find their way home. Some of us are saying, no, follow the breadcrumbs. They'll lead you home. If Bill Gates owns 500,000 shares in Monsanto, if Bill Gates has tens of millions of dollars invested in agricultural companies, biotech companies, etc., you'd imagine he'd want to amplify and diversify those investments. And he could do that, through the success of those companies. Now, how could those companies be successful? They'd have to produce more products, sell more product, produce more chemicals, use more chemicals. And it would be really great if you had more space to do that. So, in league with Agenda 21 and all these ideas that the UN wants to get you off your land and get rid of farmers entirely and have everything grown in a lab... Well, a lab might also be a farm where synthetic foods are growing, you know, or genetically modified crops are grown to create synthetic foods. Bill Gates just happens to own a quarter million acres of farmland. More than anybody else, he owns more farmland than anybody else. Quarter million acres. Yesterday, Bill Gates said that rich countries need to eat more synthetic meat. He even said that we can just, with regulation... Or with behavior modification, get people to consume this alternative meat. So as I was saying, I don't like meat. I don't like animal agriculture. And I think people should eat less meat for health reasons. But my intention in saying that is not to convince you to give up meat so you'll eat something that I have investment in, like fake meat which Bill Gates has investment in lab meat. And he wants you to eat that lab meat. And you could grow those genetically modified crops that you have investment in on all the farmland you own. Again, to make that fake meat that then you tell people they need to eat to save the environment, you create a nice circle of control and profit. Control the food, control the people. How would one go about acquiring this kind of of land and these kinds of resources? Well, in 2009, Bill Gates, along with others, patented a number of techniques to control the weather. These are official patents. I don't care if you don't believe me. I've read them. I'm tired of being associated with half-bait conspiracies and hack conspiracy theorists and YouTube scammers and Facebook Forensic Faux Experts. I've literally read the patents, okay? I've literally got copies of the stuff in front of me. I don't want to be considered anything or like anybody else. I'm just a guy who can sit here and I can look at the breadcrumbs and I can tell you that way is home, okay? I can watch the sun rise, watch it move across the sky and tell you that's noon, that's 3 p.m., that's sunset. And I just want to to, to I want it to be acknowledged that, that is, that's reality. That's the sun rising. That's the sun setting. This is the breadcrumb trail that leads us home. If you don't want to follow the breadcrumbs, that's fine. Don't follow them. Go wander in the woods. Maybe you'll get lucky. But I'm going to follow the breadcrumbs. And I'm going to ask you, with all these clues, these are Gates' clues. He's leaving a trail of breadcrumbs. What can Gates? What could what 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 exactly what could Gates want to do? Come on, what could Gates want to do with a half a million acres of or half a million shares in Monsanto? This is just basic stuff. He owns a lot more than this, but half a million shares in Monsanto, a quarter million acres of farmland, investment in fake meat, you know, made out of the things he grows in the farmlands he owns, and then campaigns to eat more synthetic meat. What do you think the guy wants to do with it? You think he's just trying to help people? If he was trying to help people, he would have just invested in the farms, helped the small business owners, helped the farmers. No, instead, the richest people in the world in the last year have gotten exponentially wealthier. The poorest people in the world have gotten exponentially poorer. And hundreds of millions have slipped into poverty and faced starvation. And yet, Those millions matter very little to the manufactured statistics of COVID-19. Ryan, why do you have to manufacture the statistics if it's a real virus? Well, Sherlock, perhaps if you read the patents for what a coronavirus in context with Perry Bright and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is, and you read about the RNA vaccines, it's not a vaccine. It is a RNA vaccine mRNA shot that changes your DNA and the virus isn't so much a virus as it is potentially a tracking system, which goes along with the patent 666 literally patent 666 of the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, the Microsoft corporation rather, but it's all part of Bill and Melinda Gates Microsoft foundation for reading the body in order for having a cryptocurrency payment system Uh, Literally, what people say is the mark of the beast. And you have that system mixed with invisible ink tattoos that can be scanned with your phone that Bill and Melinda Gates also funded. And uh, Bill Gates apparently asked for personally, according to the Scientific American article. And this was all around the time of the so-called pandemic. And then you just keep piling up, keep piling it up, piling up, piling it up. Bill Gates is working with the World Economic Forum and Johns Hopkins University and Event 201, and you just keep putting it together. And Bill Gates is suddenly, he's he's in states, and he's saying, he's telling the governor of Texas, listen here, governor of Texas, you don't get to say what caused these horrible storms and these power outages. I get to tell you what caused them. It's because of you that caused them. It's because of Republicans, or it's because of people that want you know, fossil fuels, is because people that want to eat meat. And it's like, I'm just sitting here and I'm confused because I'm thinking, I don't want to eat meat, I don't really like fossil fuels, but shutting down oil pipelines and ending energy independence and forcing people off their land and modifying and patenting crops and forcing people to eat what amounts to peasant food This doesn't really sound like anybody's trying to help. It sounds like you're trying to force people into a feudal system under the guise and under the faux, idealistic, utopian concept that this will make the world a better place, save the planet, save the animals, save the whales, save the snails, and it'll make you feel better about yourself. This is psychology. This is literally convincing you that eating insects... They're giving up all of your property and everything you own, shutting off your mind, and giving total control of everything to a handful of billionaire elitists is somehow fighting the system and saving the planet when it is the exact opposite. I'd also like to know how Bill Gates, who is the ultimate white supremacist, an actual eugenicist, an actual white supremacist can say this stuff, tell black people to get five vaccines when white people and other people get two or maybe three now, and nobody bats an eye, nobody blinks. How is that possible? How is it possible with all these clues? Nobody's figured out what this guy's doing. I think we figured it out. And I'm bringing you just the bare bones here on The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Stay with us. You could listen to this...
0: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... (laughs)
1: That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly,
3: it supports you. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing the secret teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind with a one-year subscription to the show access to all of the montages all of my digital books and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the united states and autographed if you'd like Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com.
4: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't
1: for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good
2: stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy.
3: You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the Wheel of the Year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting
4: if you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Secret Teachings.
3: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, where you can catch us Monday through Friday at the same time each night. Tonight, it's Gates' Clues, like that old kid's show, Blues Clues. Tonight, it's Gates' Clues, the clues that Bill Gates has left, the trail of breadcrumbs that is an open acknowledgement of the overall Gates' agenda. And I kind of like using those words. It's like clickbait. Oh, the Gates agenda. Gates's clues. Like, oh, what what's Ryan going to say about Bill Gates? Are you going to spread conspiracy theories? Well, no, I was just thinking, well, uh, Bill Gates has major investment in biotech companies. Half a million shares in Monsanto alone. He owns a quarter million acres of farmland. That's more farmland in, than anybody else. And he has major investments in fake meat. So what could Bill Gates want to do with all this land, all these genetically modified seeds and all this fake meat made out of the plants grown out of the seeds that are patented grown on the farmland that he owns? And what could he want, you know, with uh, the statements he made yesterday about how we're going to condition people or people and change their behavior into accepting fake meat for which he has an investment and for which he grew the crops and owns the crops that go into the fake meat on the land that he purchased. And one might wonder, how is it Bill Gates owns all this land? He just went around grabbing some farms here or there. Or maybe he owns all this land because, for a variety of other reasons as well, people have been pushed off their land due to weather conditions, weather issues. And it's funny that Bill Gates also owns, along with a handful of others, Patents on weather control and hurricane control and things like that. Now, for some time, we've been hearing that there's going to be all these power outages. And that's when the deep state's going to be rounded up by Trump. And don't worry, Trump will be president again in a couple days, right? He's heard all this absolute nonsense over and over and over again. Never pans out, never comes true. But people just keep peddling it because it makes money. Well, now we have massive power outages in Texas. And Bill Gates has opened his demonic mouth and he said, well, the only reason you have power outages there is because you're trying to get away from the Green New Deal and you're trying to stay away from alternative forms of energy and this just is wrong. You know, it's like people like this, they make statements and it's almost as if, it's like, remember when Chipotle, which used to be owned by McDonald's, had those issues with E. coli. And it happened again and again and again. And the Centers for Disease Control traced it. They had a 100% trace rate. They always found the source of any outbreak of anything, officially at least. Kind of like NORAD. NORAD always got hijacked planes. They always picked them up. 9-11, they missed four of them. (laughs) Oops. The CDC missed the origin of the outbreak at Chipotle. And Chipotle, because they were trying to source things non-GMO and trying to source things organic and trying to source things locally, and there's all this propaganda against Chipotle, and the CDC says we couldn't trace the source, and then McDonald's just kind of drives by, and they're like, hey, yeah, Chipotle, how's it going with that E. coli outbreak? Should have stayed a part of McDonald's and they speed off, like, dude, McDonald's did that. That's sabotage. You know, it's akin to what the Bogwan did up at the salad bar in, in Oregon. Poisoning people, right? That's It's like what McDonald's did. Now, I'm not going to say that's holding up in a court of law, but it seems real suspicious. McDonald's is like, hey, Chipotle, how's it going? Hope you can deal with the Ecole outbreak. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure McDonald's had something to do with that. And that's kind of what Bill Gates, he's like, listen here, Governor Abbott. Your state has no power because you don't want alternative energy. Because you don't like the Green New Deal. Because you are trying to be independent. It's like, first of all, who are you? You are a guy who lied and cheated and stole And we're basically a monopoly man with Microsoft, the window into your home, for which I call Bill Gates a digital peeping Tom. And then you invested all this money in farmland and genetic modification of food, seeds. You're telling people to eat fake meat that you have major investments in. You own all this weather control technology, the patents on it, the concepts, the ideas, to force people off land in league with the UN's Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. You work with your creepy Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to give RNA vaccines to black people first. And then you want to use the rest of the vaccines for us, telling us that we're going to get three vaccines, laughing and saying this is how many people are going to die. It's the final solution. we got to get rid of humans. And so you're all that. You're an unelected person. You have no medical degree. And then now you're going to lecture US governors on what they should or shouldn't do or what they should or shouldn't believe. Who are the, who is this guy? Who is Bill Gates? What is this guy? Nobody likes him. Even on social media, his pages are just just filled with hatred. Nobody likes you, Bill Gates. Nobody likes Bill Gates. But yet, he just well Bill Gates says this and that and Bill Gates tells you to do this. It's who is this guy? Isn't this, this getting a little bit creepy for you? Doesn't it kind of sound like Bill Gates is like running the world? Doesn't it kind of sound like Bill Gates is in charge? I mean, what is Bill? Is Bill Gates the president of the United States now? You get to lecture U.S. governors on what to do? Who do you think you are, King George? We've got these massive winter storms. We have millions of people without power. And. I read this article about Bill Gates and Governor Abbott in Texas and how the explanation for the power outages, which Governor Abbott said was because of you know alternative energies and Bill Gates is like, no, you're wrong. And you read it and it's like not only is the article this disgusting piece of propaganda, but it's it's an advertisement for Bill Gates' book. And it's like, this stuff is like Forbes, Yahoo News. It's because he pays these outlets to publish and promote this stuff. He doesn't need money from book sales. It's promoting him. It's promoting his ideology. It's promoting an ideology that promises to serve you, and in fact, it's going to serve you for dinner. It's a sick, twisted, distorted view there are people that are so evil that are so sick that are so mentally ill bill gates outright told you we don't think you know people are necessarily going to buy into the fake meat so we just need to change this is a quote change the behavior of people how are you going to change the behavior of people So you get on television and you have them ask you questions. A lot of people are figuring out what we're doing. I'm going to go on CNN and pay them $100 million so I can tell the public this is not what I'm doing. Even though CNN published articles about what I'm doing. Like CNN published articles, sun dimming, chemical sunshade, chemical trails, using planes. You've got Forbes magazine just a few days ago. You know, Forbes magazine just a few days ago. Said Bill Gates wants to block out the sun. Do you know that? Did you read that? Did you see that? Oh, we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to see that, even though it's mainstream news. Bill Gates venture aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. What could go wrong? So the guy's literally uh, funding programs to block out the sun. He owns mo- more farmland than anybody else. He has investments in fake meat. He wants you to eat that fake meat. And he wants you to reduce your carbon footprint. He wants you with Klaus Schwab, you know, Klaus Schwab of the World, world Economic Forum. You know, the guy speaks, he sounds more, you know, has stronger accent than Arnold Schwarzenegger have has. You know, Klaus Schwab's at the World Economic Forum. He's got to take a shit and he's like, I'll be back. You know, the guy's like an absolute monster. Like, he, literally, if there was a Martian on planet Earth, Klaus Schwab is the Martian and Bill Gates is like the handler. And they tell you you're not going to own anything, but yet Bill Gates gets to own all the farmland. Bill Gates gets to own all the food. Bill Gates gets to own the fake meat. He gets to eat the real meat if he wants, but he gets to, he gets to own the fake meat. He can control the weather. It's patented. They've got the concepts, the ideas, and the technology. And so all that's going on, we have these huge power outages, and... All these clues start to add up and you wonder, why, why is nobody talking about the solar winds hack? Why is nobody talking about 200 federal agencies and businesses that have been affected by this data breach? Why is it that suddenly, out of nowhere, this has become an issue when the the, the Trump presidency had, you know, huge concerns over cybersecurity. Nobody cared about that. Now Biden's in office and he's like, I'm going to work on an executive order to deal with this data breach. What do you mean you're going to work on an executive order to deal with the data breach? What are you talking about? You're signing 100 executive orders on things that, that are virtually meaningless, like letting women play in men's sports. Sure, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't Uh, you know, create a new glass ceiling for women or letting men play in women's sports. That's not the business of the federal government. Get the hell out of there. Get your hand out of my pants. It's not your responsibility to determine anything about gender or sex. First of all, you know, unless it's a matter of, of, of legally protecting these new classes and categories of people, I was under the assumption that all people were created equal. Hey Ryan, that's not. Don't you're you're forgetting about the slaves. Oh really? So I'm forgetting that the Republican Party freed the slaves. The Republican Party made slavery illegal. The Republican Party ensured the rights of former slaves as citizens. And you say no, the Republican Party is really the liberal Democratic Party. Really? Well, I'd like to know why the Republican form of government that was established was opposed by the Democratic Party. I'd like to know why slave states opposed the Republican form of government. But I'm not allowed, to, not allowed to ask that question because uh, you can't ask that. It's offensive. I'm not allowed to ask why Bill Gates has all of these investments. Is it just because he's a billionaire and he has all this money? I mean, Elon Musk is a billionaire. He has all this money. Bill, uh, Bill Gates and Elon Musk aren't following the same track, you know. except Bill Gates is doing this and Elon Musk is building rocket ships to go to Mars, I guess, to go home. Beware the Elon, says Werner von Braun. I just find it strange, you know. And then you've got these people that are like, well, we told you there's going to be power outages, and this is when they're rounding up the deep state. It's like, no, asshole, it's a storm. And 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 here's the thing that really irritates me. You've got these hacks, hacks, that have been telling people there's going to be power outages. And every time, every time the lights flicker, that's the deep state being arrested. These hacks like David Wilcock and these hacks like that Stephen Pachinic and these scumbags that make money off of vulnerable people and then use a huge power outage, which I'm sure is going to lead to people dying in in probably somewhat large numbers in Texas and other places, huge snowstorms, icicles coming down through ceiling fans. You might've seen that picture. Not that that's indicative of everything that's going on. Uh, Freezing temperatures, massive amounts of snow. And you're going to then take advantage of those people suffering, and in other cases, just let's be honest, being inconvenienced in modern society. And you're going to try to exploit that to make money, you pieces of garbage, you David Wilcox and the people that follow him and give that scumbag money. You're going to let him exploit you, your hope and naivety, and then exploit other people who have been harmed by a natural disaster and have no power. And so what are they doing? The, the people's power rates are going through the roof. They're going through the roof. So in the midst of all this, you want to shut down an oil pipeline and shut down coal production, and you want to replace that with trucks, potentially planes. I'm not sure about how plane transportation works for oil, but trucks and trains, you want to transport it on that. Wouldn't that create exponentially more emission more pollution wouldn't manufacturing bags that are paper extracting raw resources making those bags after transporting the resources transporting the bags disposing of the bags that rip and aren't really that reusable don't you think all that is worse than a plastic bag well Ryan people throw plastic containers and bags in the road all the time sure But you can throw all the plastic you've ever used in your life out into your front yard. And it doesn't matter because China is responsible for like, along with India, like 90% of the world's plastic pollution. All the shit you see in the streets in the United States, all that cannot hold a candle to what the Chinese and the Indians do to this planet. So if you are concerned with the environment, you should be angry. At India and China, first and foremost. You could look at yourself, but let's be pissed at China and India first. But we're not allowed to be pissed at India or China. And yet, in the midst of all of this, and I'm reading about this solar winds hack, uh, Biden reversed a Trump decision to allow China to then have say in US uh, power. So that you're letting the Chinese who openly hack and steal from us not that we don't do that to them or anybody else but you're letting this country come in and do that you got this massive solar wind's hack you got companies that are shutting down left and right you got power outages and bat massive storms and anybody who says like this is just is just crazy it's like a movie something's not right here this is just total civil collapse in the united states at least they're like no you're a racist You're a bigot. You don't agree with what we're saying. When are we going to stop and recognize that beyond the politics, the people that keep using those statements and the people that keep telling you they're philanthropists like Bill Gates, they are the very thing they are projecting on you? Because the Ku Klux Klan learned that if we attack blacks directly and then we go after white people who also don't feel the way we do in a minority, then. We're hated. But if we protect perceptually these so-called minority groups and then we attack white people because, you know, they're the slave owners, we attack white people as being responsible for black suffering, then we can control everybody just like this New York's uh, principal who asked students to reflect on their whiteness. Did you see that where they, they sent out the white identity chart where you're like a white supremacist or you're a white abolitionist? And meanwhile, Bill Gates is like this, this white guy who's a, a eugenicist and who owns your food and owns the land and owns the fake meat and is billionaire and has excessive amounts of power and just tells presidents and governors what to do and controls a global so-called pandemic response. And he's cool. He's cool. But if I say, hey, Bill, why do you got all this land and why do you have all this food and I just don't trust Bill Gates? You're anti-science, Ryan. Well, call me whatever you'd like. Make fun of me. Joke around. You know that I don't have insiders, right? You know, I don't have I mean, I've had people that have told me things and I've talked to the head of the NSA and I've had him on the show, former head of the NSA. And I've talked to a lot of people over the years and I've gotten little bits of info here or there about things that are kind of like inside a little bit. But I don't have insiders. like I'm reading mainstream news. OK, listen, I finished my book last night, my technology book. I put my son to bed. I cleaned up everything and I made some cookies and some stir fry and I sat down. And I watched a silly TV show. And that's my life. And my friend sends me an article about Bill Gates wanting you to eat synthetic meat. And immediately my brain was like, Ryan, he invested in fake meat. That's why he wants you to eat the fake meat. How's he making that fake meat? Well, he's making it with the food that he's growing that's genetically modified for which he has major investments in on the land that he owns more than anybody else. And how did he get that land? Well, some of it at least, I imagine, speculating here, is probably taken from people when they couldn't pay their bills Farmers and companies and because of droughts and flooding and he just happens to own all this weather control technology at least patents on the ideas and the concepts to me it's a slam dunk not a slam dunk that anybody's guilty or not guilty or there's a conspiracy it's a slam dunk that something's wrong here it's a slam dunk that allowing foreign countries to come in and invest in our infrastructure and allowing foreign countries to to openly do that. And then when there's massive solar winds hacks, you say, oh, well, we're going to get on that and fix that. It's like, does anybody else recognize that what's happening, at least in the United States, is like a literal overthrow of everything that represents Western ideology? And then when you think about it like that, you realize, oh, That's literally one of the so-called predictions of the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, who is basically a global partner with Bill Gates. And when you put it all together, you're like, maybe Bill Gates wants to help. And all the kids from Blue's Clues are like, no, he doesn't want to help. He wants to control you. He wants to have control of everything you do, say, think, and put into your body. And you're like, well, maybe he wants to do all that. And the kids are like, yes, that's what he wants to do. It's Gates' clues. He's left a bunch of them for you. And he's telling you exactly what he's doing. It's not that Bill Gates is like, well, this is what I'm doing and this is my agenda. It's like Bill Gates is just part of something bigger. And this is what he's doing. You follow the breadcrumbs. You look at the clues. Whose clues? Gates's clues. And I've just given them to you tonight on The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to support this show, you can subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe, you could access to the archive, the montages, my books, and more. I have the freshest, newest copies of Food Philosophy, Occult Arcana, and The Technological Elixir, my big book. I just spent weeks rewriting and editing this thing. Uh, I would feel great if uh, if we, we would have a bunch of people uh, put in some orders for this book, uh, digital copies, physical copies, you can just go to the website, thesecretteachings.info, and you can either donate for the cost of the book. You'll see all that on the website, or you can uh, just go on the website and you can subscribe. You'll get a book with that as well. Pretty much, we we do a lot of different things here. We try to keep it pretty simple, though. And uh, when the February sale is up, I'm going to still keep uh, the books involved in the subscription. I'm just trying to... Support this show with the the few hundred dollars we make a month. I'm working on the side to pay for things. I'm doing this as much as I can five nights a week consistently. And I just want to be able to provide you with something that makes you think. That's what I'm looking for. I want you to think. I want you to follow the clues. I want you to follow the breadcrumbs. And I want you to be someone who can sit down, think for yourself, and question what I say. That is the intention of of The Secret Teachings radio show. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. The Fringe FM is the network. Check it out at thefringe.fm or fringe.fm. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast.